You're listening to Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World with Father Anthony Mesa, where we explore ways to encourage and equip the local Orthodox Church. Let's get started. Well, welcome back to the Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World podcast. I'm Katie Karras, and I'm back here with Father Anthony. It's good to be back, Katie. I'm glad I got invited back. I guess that means I didn't do uh, too bad on week one. Uh, we'll let it slide. We'll we'll keep going here. Um, we're only on our second episode of this podcast, and we are already taking a little detour. Last episode, we promised we'd chat about a new membership group package we're currently developing. But Father Anthony, we've been getting a lot of questions about the STSA Open House. So how about we switch gears and chat about that this week? Absolutely. You mentioned on your blog that breakouts are what you personally are most excited for. You said this will be the most valuable part of the weekend. Why'd you say that? Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of from experience, you know, we, we've gone to several church conferences and we, we go to the conferences and, and there's usually main sessions and then breakout sessions. And I usually the part that we're excited about up front is the main sessions to hear from the main speakers and kind of the big names. But then when we come home, the part that we're really um, that, that we're focused on, the part that kind of benefited us the most is always the breakouts, because that's really where you can take the general principles that are talked about in the main sessions and, and figure out how does this work in our context. So when anyone who comes to the STSA open house um, on Labor Day weekend, you'll get to hear four sessions from me. And those sessions, you know, I hope I hope they're great. You know, um, I'll do my best and we'll kind of talk about things at a, at, a, at a church level of not just what we do, but why we do what we do and why we have certain practices and programs in place. But the secret sauce to me will be those breakout sessions where you get to meet the, the troops who are on the ground, like the people who are doing the work. Um, and, and it certainly isn't me. I'm not the one in the children's program. I'm not the one greeting guests. I'm not the one who is managing the volunteers and figuring out how to recruit more and train more. Um, one of the things that actually I, I always say in our church is that, you know, people come because of me, but they stay because of us. All right. And that us encompasses all the different volunteers and all the different staff members and all the different people who are working behind the scenes to allow me to do what I do um, and kind of focus on that. But in the breakout sessions, you'll get to hear from them. You'll get to ask them questions. How do you guys do this? Why do you do it this way? Um, and, and we'll be able to share not just what works, kind of the stuff that you see on Sundays, but we'll also be able to share what doesn't work um, and, and how we reach the point that we're at. Um, and then if you're, if you're, you know, brave enough to ask questions or, you know, start a conversation with one of our staff or volunteers, um, we'd be happy to even make recommendations kind of given your context, um, if you'd allow us that opportunity. And the content of these breakout groups are really centered around the questions that we've received over the last seven years. Um, not only about, like you mentioned, not only about how we do things, but also the why, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, one thing that I, I love about our church is that every single ministry, every single event, every single service, it goes back to our mission statement of bringing an ancient faith to the modern world. And those breakout groups are a way for our volunteers to share some of the lessons that they've learned along the way. Yeah. And 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 there certainly have been a lot of those lessons, Katie. I mean, several, when we put together the list of breakout groups, you know, several of those are programs or ministries that didn't even exist when we first started. Um, you know, kind of lessons along the way, things that you wouldn't even think that you need when you start a church, 
But, you know, over the course of the past seven years, we felt that not only we need them, but some of them are, are, are like essential now to who we are. Can't imagine Sundays without them. <laughs> Can you give us a couple of examples of what those breakout sessions are going to look like? Yeah, so the entire list of breakout uh, groups, uh, sessions that you can choose from, everyone will be able to choose uh, three. Um, there's a list of 14 of them. You can find them on stsaministries.org um, and you'll see a list of the complete listing of them. But um, just kind of like a, a, a sample of them, we'll have one session on recruiting, developing and managing volunteers. Um, which again, for a starting church, the ability to recruit servants and volunteers and, and get more hands helping, that's critical um, until you kind of get yourself established. We'll talk about developing communication and public speaking skills, something that a lot of people ask me about, you know, um, how is it that you, you know, prepare your messages and, and kind of um, what's, what's your methodology and how is it that not just you, but you've trained others to be able to um, to be able to speak in an engaging way as well. Uh, so we'll have a session on that. We'll have a session on engaging the community, which is super important for any new church, right? If you're moving into a new neighborhood or community, then you want to see how you can be a blessing to that community, not just come in and suck the resources out of it, but really be a blessing. And we'll share kind of our strategy um, in that. We'll talk about building community through groups, um, you know, just things that go beyond Sunday, so that's just like a sample. Um, and again, you can see the complete list of them by going on our webpage. Um, but that's that's just a high level sample. Well, let's dig a little bit deeper into one of my favorite breakout group topics, um, which is creating a welcoming Sunday environment. What does that even mean? Yeah, so um, let's take a step back here. One of the things that we talk about at STSA, um, and I always share this with with you know, people who are starting churches and, and people are always quick to say, how do we get people to come to our church? How do we, you know, get people to enter and, and, and attend? I always tell them the measure of success isn't whether people come to your church. It's whether they come back. Okay. Because you can convince anybody to do anything for one Sunday. You say buy, you buy them lunch afterwards. Okay. Or you're, you know, you could be a guilt trip from your mom. So anyone is willing to come to your church. So that isn't the true measure. The true measure is whether they come back a second time or a third time or a fourth time. And I believe that what determines whether they'd come back is not me, okay, as the priest or the speaker, okay? I think that's, again, that's that's a myth, okay, that STSA success is all about Father Anthony. And the truth of the matter is, I don't, I don't interact with most people who come through our doors. You know, I don't shake their hand. I don't help them find a seat. I, I, I I don't. I mean, they, they may see me or hear me up on the stage, but that there's more that goes into it. Okay. People come again, like, as I said, people come because of me, but they come back because of us. So the, the variable is how do we create an environment that when someone walks in the door, they feel this is a place that I belong. This is the place that I want to come back to. I want to get up early on a Sunday when it's raining or when it's cold or when I you know, had a long week. And this is a place that, you know, I'm going to find people who are, are similar to me, are, are friendly and welcoming me. I'm going to receive, you know, something beneficial and helpful for my day-to-day -day life. Everything we do at STSA is that in mind, okay, is that someone is walking through our doors for the first time and you never know what is going through their mind or, or what their, their circumstances are. Actually, one of the things that we say um, is every Sunday is someone's first Sunday. Okay, every Sunday is someone's first Sunday. 
And we, we have a, one of our core values. Our first core value is limitless acceptance. All right. And limitless acceptance. One of the things we say is that we believe that every person who enters our church is the most important person in the world. That person is sent by God and should be loved and accepted as such. And we instill that in our members through our membership group and through our preaching that every single person who walks in our door, you never know what they're going through and who is, you know, I, I always give like these examples. You never know who is walking in the door and saying, you know what? I'm done with God. I'm done with church. Church is irrelevant to my life. Everyone here is a hypocrite. No one's going to greet me. You know what? I'm just going to give it one more chance. You know, my mom begged me and my mom guilted me. And she said, you know, for my sake, go to church. So I'm like, okay, mom, I'm going to go one time. But I'm, mom, I'm telling you, no one's going to greet me. They're all going to judge me. No one's going to talk to me. And that that's, that's in people's mind. I know that for a fact because I get the call from the mom who says, Father Anthony, I don't know how, it's a miracle, but I begged little Johnny and he's coming to church this Sunday. Or someone will tell me, my coworker, who is, you know, doesn't believe in God, but somehow I convinced them to come this Sunday. Like, you don't know. So everything we do on Sundays is with that person in mind. From the way we greet them at the door, to the message I preach, the examples I use, the stories I tell. So even something as simple, Katie, like people don't believe this, even something as simple as like our announcements. You know, some people who have been attending our church for a while, a while, they're like, you, you know, you make the same announcement week after week, like we get it. And I always tell them, I know you get it. But again, every Sunday is someone's first Sunday. And I'm pl- I'm saying that announcement for the sake of the person who's coming for the first time. And I want to make sure that they have a great experience and they know where everything is and they know how, how to get to the children's program. They, 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 they understand kind of the lay of the land here. Um, so that they will want to come back. So that breakout session is really the specific strategies that we implement to get people not to come to our church, but to come back the following week. And that brings us to another breakout session topic, um, portable church logistics. I know that we can't be the only church, uh, only Orthodox church in the world that is a portable church at the moment that doesn't have a building. Um, and, you know, you, you talk about this welcoming environment and people do walk in um, during liturgy or after liturgy and they see people greeting them and they they um, are just welcomed with open arms. But before that, I mean, there are a lot of people that work hard to really transform a pretty dull multi-purpose room in a university into this warm and inviting church and um, it has its challenges, but our amazing volunteers take our mission seriously. And, and that's really um, displayed every single Sunday. Absolutely. And, and this particular breakout, this is something that I know is 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 hard for a lot of people. You know, when you start a church, whether you are, you know, a priest listening to this or, you know, a deacon or one of the lead servants or whatever it may be, you want to you want to pray, you want to serve, like you want to do the will of God. You don't want to set up chairs and you don't want to think about where's the projector screen going to go. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. One of the hardest parts of starting in a rental property is, is, is exactly this. But our hope is that, you know, again, we've gained a lot of experience and hopefully we can make this a little bit easier for you. And, you know, I'll kind of confess here. This is actually like one of the things that I know I'm not supposed to be too involved in. Like our volunteers always yell at me. Okay, because they're like, you know, Father Anthony, you're the priest. You just do that. We'll take care of all the logistics. But between me and you, Katie, you know this about me. I love details. I love logistics. I still, every Sunday, they always tell me not to. I come in every Sunday and the chairs are already set up for us. 
Okay, and the chairs are set there exactly, and there's the chairs, and I come in when no one's looking. I look to the left, look to the right, and then I go, and I adjust all the chairs because I think there's an optimum way for the chairs to be angled. Okay, I don't believe in, in, in the straight. I like curves. Okay, the chairs, and I believe there's an optimum way for people to hear the word of God. Okay, and everyone yells at me and say, we'll do that, Father Anthony, but it's kind of my thing. So I, I like to set up the chairs. So this is something that I'm passionate about. All right. And, and, and I, we've gone through a lot of different options. Okay. We have at least twice in the past, uh, few years, you know, completely changed the, the setup of our church. You know, one time we used to face, you know, a certain direction. Then we said, you know what, we don't have enough space this way. Let's turn it 90 degrees to the left. Okay. And we did that and that was a challenge. And then we actually ended up turning it back you know, a year later or whatever it was. So I get it. It's a challenge, but this breakout session, we'll talk about some of the tips, all right, and some of kind of the, the lessons learned on setup and takedown. Um, and, you know, not to, to toot our own horn here, but in a lot of ways, I feel like we've become very much, we've become like experts in this area. It used to take us like an hour to set up a quarter of what we currently have right now. So right now we have like quadruple the equipment, and, and, and the chairs and, and, and kind of the, the, the whole environment, but we end up doing it much less time because we've gained a lot of experience. Okay. And I always say the same thing about like weddings and baptisms. We're like a traveling clown show. Like we, we know how to roll in, unpack the car, do our thing, pack it up again as efficiently as possible. So we're going to share in that breakout, you know, the lessons we've learned, some of the products that we have purchased to make our life a lot easier, the roles needed, things like that. We're like Boy Scouts. We try to leave the place better than when we first walked in. Um, And that takes a lot of work. Um, So, all right, we've got time for one more. Can you share one more breakout group session that you're excited about? Absolutely, and that's a no-brainer. The first one on the list, if you go look at the list of breakouts online, is developing a mission and vision for your church. And I tell this, so many people call me and say, we're thinking of starting a church, and you know we're going to try to get a priest, and we're going to start praying liturgy. And I have told this to so many people. I think the biggest mistake that so many churches, they're struggling now because they rushed in to starting Sunday services too soon. And and if I could kind of give advice to anyone who's out there who is thinking of starting a church or beginning a ministry, don't rush into the regular Sunday service. Because once you do, it's really hard to take a step back and see the big picture because Next Sunday's coming and next Sunday's coming and next Sunday's coming and who's going to make the coffee and who's going to set up the chairs and you never have a time to catch your breath. So when we started STSA, before our doors opened, okay, I I had, you know, left um, the, my previous church where I was serving at and there was a four month gap between when I left that church, okay, and when we started STSA. And during that time, that was four months, not a vacation, that wasn't four months of traveling, you know, it was exactly the opposite. I mean, I, I'm, I was working 10 hour days in preparation so that when we started the church, man, we hit the ground running. And the most important thing we did during that time was creating a mission statement, a vision statement and our core values. And you even see it like even Katie, you said it earlier that everything we do comes back to bringing an ancient faith to a modern world. That's the driving factor. If someone says, I want to do this ministry, we ask ourselves, how does that contribute to bringing an ancient faith to a modern world? If someone says, I want to do this group, is that bringing an ancient faith to a modern world? How does that tie into our core values? 
even every year we go through our core values and we evaluate where we stand against each one of them and we grade ourselves. You know, how are we doing in community? Well, we're doing great right there, but we're struggling when it comes to the spiritual growth. So let's invest in that area. So I just believe that that setting the time up front pays dividends all the way through the rest of the history, the lifespan of the church. And if you've already started a church and haven't done it, that's okay. We'll kind of share the tips and the tools that we use to help you be able to be able to take a step back um, and develop a mission and vision for your church. And it goes without saying, but, um, you know, bringing an ancient faith to a modern world is our mission and, and taking the time to really discover your church's mission and, um, figuring out why God wants you to start a church or be a part of a church is, is really just as important as starting the church itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, that's one of the things all we're doing throughout this whole open house is we're not telling you what to do. We're just simply sharing what we've done. And the lessons that we've learned. And if you are interested, you know, in in learning more about the conference, you know, go to stsaministries.org. And we created like an FAQs there. Okay, so in addition to all the breakouts, created like a frequently asked questions, you know, people who are, you know, wondering what it's all about. um, uh, I'm sure Katie knows the website there. Um, She'll tell you about that. Yeah, we can add those into the show notes too, but you can visit uh, www.stsa.church slash FAQs um, to read those frequently asked questions that Father Anthony just mentioned, or you can visit stsaministries.org for all the information on the open house and all the logistics. And we have to remind everybody that early bird registration for that open house is only through August 11th. So if it's something that you're interested in, um, take a look and, and you can reach out to us with any questions at ministries at stsa.church. Go ahead and email us there. Well, thank you, Father Anthony. This has been great and we will talk again soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for listening. For more information and to register for the STSA Open House, please visit stsaministries.org.